Hi everyone, this is Jokima Hiller. You know, my students oftentimes say to me, oh, Ms. Jokima, you have done it all. But in reality, I haven't. I have experienced a lot working in the hospitality industry, but I certainly haven't experienced everything. I will tell you, however, that this next story was definitely a first for me. So I was the general manager of a hotel. This one, I was able to be a part of the opening team. So we opened it from the ground up. I got a chance to hire all of the employees and build a really, really awesome team. And so my night auditor was a rock star. Now, I don't know what you know about the night audit position, but this person truly works at night. The shift in a hotel is usually 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. the next morning. And depending on how the hotel is, um, I guess, set up, this person most likely will work by themselves. And so you really need someone who is firm not scared uh, to be able uh, to be confident enough to hold down an eight-hour shift at night by themselves. And so we are a few months into being open, and my night auditor, her name is Lakeisha, she is a heavy hitter. She is definitely the kind of person, strong person, confident person that you'd want to run a night shift. Now, she may or may not have a gun in the trunk of her car in the parking lot, but you didn't hear that from me. But I I absolutely positively made the right decision to have her on my team. I felt very comfortable in having her run the evening operation by herself. Now to give you a little bit more about this position, this person arrives at 11 o'clock at night. There's usually a few more check-ins for the evening. The goal is to to get everyone checked in before you actually um, run the audit in the computer system because when you run the audit, it changes to the next day. So then after the audit, oftentimes they have paperwork that they need to complete for the owners or management company or for their general manager. And then they usually end their their morning with helping set up breakfast for the morning guests. Well, this particular night, again, we're a brand new hotel, uh, open just a few, few months, and I get the most frantic phone call from my night auditor, Lakeisha. And I can hear a siren or I can hear a a beeping noise in the background. And she's telling me that it's the fire alarm that's going off. However, she doesn't see where there is a fire being triggered on the fire panel. And so she doesn't know uh, what to do. And I can definitely hear the the panic in her voice. Now, keep in mind, this is our very first alarm at night. She's by herself. And so I 
try to calm her down. And one of my first questions to her is, Lakeisha, did you dial 911? And poor baby, her response was, how do I dial 911? So I definitely knew uh, this had, had really shaken her. And so, again, I tried to calm her down and I said, listen, when the alarm goes off, it automatically triggers a call list. So I know that our maintenance engineer has been contacted and I know he's probably on his way. And while I'm on the phone with her, I'm already getting dressed. Uh, I, I can't remember exactly what time this was, but it was during the night audit shift. So I was at home sleeping. So I'm, I'm getting dressed and I reassure her that the uh, fire department is probably already on their way. And so I just need her to calm down, answer guest phone calls that are coming down to the front desk and just hold on. Help is on the way. We'll get it. We'll get it figured out. And so we hung up. I got dressed and I contacted my maintenance engineer who was just about there and I knew things would get worked out, but I'm still on my way. Welcome back to how do I dial 911. Okay, so my maintenance engineer arrives at the hotel property and I'm pretty sure by the time the fire department arrived, he had already figured out what was going on. It was less about a fire and more about water. Who knew? Anyway, by the time I arrive, Lakeisha was running things. She was fielding all of the phone calls, keeping guests informed about what was going on, reassuring them that they were safe. And so when I got there, one of the things we did is we prepared a letter to all of our guests explaining what happened and if, you know, they um, desired compensation for the inconvenience, we could help them with that. And so we made sure that one was slipped under each guest's door. The evening ended well. And as I reflect, there are really two major lessons or mentoring moments in this story. Number one, having a policies and procedures manual is extremely important where you explain step-by-step step how to handle emergencies. Did we have one? Yes. Did we have one on property? Absolutely. Did I have one at home with me in case I needed to walk someone through something? Yes, we were prepared in that respect. However, in the heat of the moment, oftentimes, we forget what to do. And so Lakeisha certainly was well-trained, but it was an, an opportunity for me to jump into general manager mode and to walk her through the process. And that's what I did. 
The second lesson is just that as the general manager, you need to have uh, those steps, those procedures memorized so that if you do get frantic phone calls from your team who can't really get a grasp of what to do, you can walk them through things. You can calm them down and say, have you done this? Or you need to do this, or you need to make this phone call, or you need to to make sure this happens. It's up to you to walk them through that process. So one, make sure you have policies and procedures manual available just in case an employee needs to access that. Number two, I always had an extra copy with me at home just in case I needed to refer to it. But I always tried to make sure that I had those procedures memorized as well so that I can step in and be there and provide some leadership for my team. I hope this story warmed your heart and I hope that it it helps you along your journey in the hospitality industry or any industry where hmm, dialing 911 may be necessary. Take care.